0: Hey, and welcome back to the shop. This is the podcast of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette Sports Department. Got the full crew in here today. Got Henry Apple. He's on the right-hand side playing first base. Got Paul Boyd playing shortstop. Rick Fires playing third base and left field both at the same time. Multitasker. Uh And I'm behind the plate, behind the mask, which is exactly where I need to be behind (laughs) the mask. So thanks for joining us. We're going to talk a little high school football today. We're going to recap last week's football playoff games. So we're going to start... In Class 7A, where we're going to go over to Henry, Henry Bentonville West making its first, second round—I guess to be third round—playoff uh, appearance last week went to North Little Rock, and for a while, Henry they kind of were taking it to the charging Wildcats, and then then they weren't anymore.
1: It was a close game for about a quarter and a half, and the the tide started changing late in the second half or second quarter. Uh, Bentonville West was within striking range, 28-17. But North Little Rock gets a touchdown with about 44 seconds left on a pass play. They only threw the ball four times, but this one caught them off guard. They score. It's 34-17 at halftime. On the opening drive of the second half, Bentonville West fumbles the ball away. North Little Rock picks it up. A few plays later, they score. It's 30. 30- it's now forty-one to seventeen, and and the game started getting out of hand.
0: Fourteen point swing right there, just just a matter of a few plays. Mm-hmm. And North Little Rock's not a team we're going to rebound from from that kind of deficit.
1: No, it, it's uh, they have so much with a punishing running game. Yes, when you have Oscar Attaway, Tyler Day, and Robert Thomas, I mean, I sit there and watch the film, and I could tell you as soon as they lined up in formation, what play they're going to run before they run
0: it. But you still can't stop it. It's, we're going to tell you what we're doing. Try to stop it if you can.
2: And, you know, what looking at the bigger picture, I'm not a historian like Leland Barkley, Walter Woody, but no 7A West teams in the finals this year. First
0: time since 2004?
2: 2004. T- 2004. So that's, let's see, if I do my Jethro Bodine, how many years is that? Not plus the, uh, that's a 14, lot of years. Yeah, be about so years. that that's a seismic change in Arkansas high school sports. Cause I've been up, I brag about the folks back home that they talking about basketball. Hey boys, we still playing football down here to December. But uh, you got to give the schools right around North uh, uh, Central Arkansas, Bryant, North Little Rock. Uh, they got some good football for years and years. Uh, you know, even Razorback fans complain. Uh, we're not getting any help from down there, but you want, they're coming back, so, uh, for, so good for them. Now that's the challenge 7A West uh, next year, uh, you know, get, get a team in the finals.
0: Well, and so, and not, Rick, not only are you talking about that in 7A, but if you take a look as we go down the classification ladder, uh, you know, Greenwood's going to play you know, for a championship game again this week, so Greenwood's going to be Greenwood in 6A. But 5A, Pulaski Academy has dominated 5A. Back in the day, it used to be Alma and Greenwood in 5A.
2: Now here, um, that, that kind of segues into the game I was at. I was at Ozark uh, on Friday night, and I tell you what, uh, the Senators of Joe T. Robinson, that team is fantastic. I mean, uh, uh, they passed uh, one kid for, um, for uh, Joe T. Robinson. They had three touchdown passes in the first half, and the Ozark kids basically had them covered blanket. But the kid jumped up, uses athleticism, twist and turn, foon. He'd take a 15, 20-yard pass and go 40 yards. So uh, nothing against Ozark; they had a good year, 9-3, the real good year. But uh, man, even even Jeremy Burns, he said that's a that's a fantastic team over there, you know, and, and they're from Pulaski Academy. So again. Alaska Academy, Central Arkansas. We gotta give it up. Give them credit.
0: Well, and then you also got Zach Williams, who plays for you know Joe T, who's committed to Arkansas, and you know his his dad is Ricky Williams. It was a big time player, you know, at Arkansas. I tell you what,
2: I had to really zero in and look at him because they had three or four of them right there in the middle that looked a lot like him. There was one sequence where Ozark went backwards, uh, uh, minus five, minus four, minus three. Um, so fantastic receivers and just dominated on the interior uh, offensive and defensive line there.
0: And that's where Williams plays is on the defensive line. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, he's a heck of a player. Yeah. So Pulaski Academy has the Henry uh, kid who's, who's committed to Arkansas. Joe T has a uh, Williams kid who's committed to Arkansas. Yep. Um And then Little Rock Christian has Justice Hill, who should be committed to Arkansas to play football, but he's going to play basketball up here. But but I think he'd be a heck of a football player too. But uh, he's he, in fact he's going to be here in January. He's going to enroll in January. So um, you know. Well, as we get, saw
2: in the last two Razorback games, they need them. They need a bunch they of those. Need that and a whole lot more. A whole lot more.
0: So uh, also 7A uh, last week, Fort Smith Northside went up to uh, to Bryant <laughs> to uh, to uh, had a little maybe a little redemption on their mind. But Rick, it didn't quite turn out that way, did it?
2: You and I said, who was it? You you sat there and picked Northside. No, actually we both did. Uh, but uh, Northside was really playing well though. But Man Bryant, uh, they're a superb team, and uh, it's not surprising. I, I maybe I was being a little bit uh, homer. I, I really like Northside, Coach Fuller, Grizzly defense. But Bryant, uh, uh, again, that's a tough place to try to win down there. As Fable, you know, has seen a few times. But uh, I think you know the best two teams. That's what I love about high school playoffs. Eventually, the best two teams will, will come to the top in most cases. But uh, I, I'm really uh, eager to see the outcome of that Bryant and uh, uh, North Little Rock game.
0: So the first time they played, I believe Bryant jumped out ahead of North Little Rock, 21-0 in that game. Or it was They, they jumped out to a big lead, I know yeah, that.
1: Yeah, was a big lead. It was 21-7, something like that. And I remember seeing the scores pop up, and I'm like, what in the world is going on? But uh, North Little Rock, Rided its ship and end up winning you never know about when teams play that second time around That's what's right. going to take place we've seen it too many times with yep. bentonville fayetteville um you know north and Southside throughout the years when they they played one type of game in the regular season turn around the playoff game is a whole different ball game
0: well they just brian just handled north side um and they uh, you're right rick i think you know in 7a there's no question these two teams were the two yes. Clearly the two best teams, you know, all season long and should be a good, uh, really good championship game Saturday night at 630 at War Memorial Stadium. And
2: 682, Greenwood and, and Benton. So early in
0: the day, we're going to have Greenwood. Greenwood back in the championship game again, going back to defend its title. Uh, they took care of business like we thought they would um, last week. So they will be taking on Benton, a team that may be kind of surprising that they're here, surprising to some um but they're here they, they 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 beat west memphis uh pretty handily uh last week to get to the championship game so you got brad harris the former coach at lincoln yeah uh, former coach at arkadelphia now yep. is at benton and doing a good job there so he's got benton in the championship game and then you got rick jones so i don't think you'll have a game anywhere anywhere else in the in the country this week with two more classy coaches than those two guys
2: absolutely um uh, and uh, I can't help but uh, mention Drew Harris too. Uh, his son uh, with Washington, they are in the uh, like quarterfinals. Henry, the, the semifinals. So I've always liked. I mean, when I when they was over here at Lincoln, uh, just class. Uh, 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 his son with a good kid, and and, and of course Brad was a great guy. So I kind of pull, still pull for those uh, Harrises down there.
0: Well, it be. It should be a good game, and and uh, that one will be the noon game. Uh, On Saturday at War Memorial, so that should be a good one. They should draw a good crowd. We know Greenwood travels real well, um, and we know Benton will have a big, you know, big crowd there, being since it's you know so close to Benton. So that should that should draw a really good crowd.
1: Yeah, the only drawback about a noon game that I have always said this for for years now is it's the only time they'll ever play a daytime game. And what's the big difference? You try catching a kickoff or a pass with that big old sun in your eyeballs. That's the reason why. And I've always tried to say, uh, why don't you consider, if you know you're playing that noon game on say move your playoff game to allow you to play that in the afternoon in the bright lights.
0: You to know, give you a little experience with that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think it would make for a better football game. But, again, I – uh, one of the things I always say around I said I think I'll even have this put on my tombstone but, but did they listen to me no <laughs> it would be
0: it, you know something Henry going back to that, it would be it would be kind of cool and a lot of fun if these teams played their playoff game on Friday after Thanksgiving during the day you know that that would be you know, other, be kind of a cool you know thing. they do that in other states they do yeah, it's, they you do know, my little hometown team down in Texas I think they had a two o'clock kickoff mm-hmm. on Friday or something and, and a lot of you know there were a lot of games played on early in the hey, day on
3: Henry just
2: uh, uh, my memory you just joked in my memory because I was standing on the side of what year did Harrison and Alma play there was a noon game. That was a 99 uh, you, or 2,000
0: 99. or yeah, somewhere in there. It's that su- was the 10-7 to 7 game or something like yeah. that. I remember
2: the weather was real nice. I can't remember the sun and everything, but uh, uh, um, didn't Harrison win it on a last-second field goal? They did. Um, but I remember that game, just beautiful weather, the sun and everything. So, hey, I'm all for it. Well,
0: you speaking know, of Harrison and Rick, that's a good segue right to Harrison. Harrison uh, also played last week in 5A, and, Paul, they ran into the bus saw, better known as – Pulaski
3: Academy you know we were we were talking earlier and and uh, how does a team score 54 points and get beat three touchdowns I mean that's that's what happened to Harrison Uh, you know they they led in this game 35-31 at one point but then uh, I think uh, got a uh, I think PA gets an onside kick and recovers and and then gets a short field and goes scores i mean just momentum really really turned kind of snowballed on them yeah, a yeah and and you know if you get behind pa it's a, it's about keeping up with them mm-hmm. you know and they kept up with them for for a good while they they could score but when you got behind it's you, you kind of have to go out of your comfort zone then hey how
2: demoralizing is that you they just score a touchdown with you and you get lined up they recover the onside kick they go down and score again and you, see, and you come to, for no, next kickoff, and they do an onside kick, and they, and they do it again. I mean, I see how you could go from being ecstatic, real into it. Phew, everything going downhill or yeah. snowball like well, you said. Well, and you
3: had, like you said, you have to you have to work so hard yep. to stay with them. And it, one little mistake, one little yep. slip up, and you're
0: behind. And then it's like, uh, what are we going to do now? Well, major, you know, major props. Kevin Kelly, oh. he. You know his system down there at Pulaski Academy it works. He's they are going for their fifth straight or fourth straight fifth, fifth. fifth straight uh, 5A state championship um, this the, Friday night uh, this week. But it will not be a cakewalk for them. They're going to be playing a Little Rock Christian, a team like we talked about a while ago. Justice Hills their quarterback. They're also a prolific offensive team. So that should be a great game Friday night. Yeah. These two teams played
1: in in conference. But in that first game, Justice Hill was injured and did not play he did in that game. In so that game. it'll be interesting to see how much a difference he can make in this. And not only this, uh, now you're starting to hear the rumblings again, and you're asking yourself, what are you talking about? Boy, this weekend it started getting hot and heavy now because we have two private schools in this championship game, and the the boobirds are starting to come out, and say, hey, maybe it's time the private schools get put in their own little section it started up with the again. same
0: old stuff about shallow Christian when they were rolling in forays. Yes.
3: the same you know, old thing. You know, Henry, and I talked about we're talking about what about this, what about what I ask you about? what if if Greenwood actually gets sent down? In in a couple of years, what about Greenwood versus PA? Well, that would Great. be
0: awesome. I mean, I mean, that'd be a game that everyone would want to line up. To see. Anybody I'm, would want. to I'm, a I'm surprised that that they don't play each other. Yes. um In the regular season, you know, Greenwood for a while was playing Shiloh Christian in the regular season, but they haven't played in a while. Um, and Greenwood has certainly handled every 7A team that they've played you know, in the playoffs. I mean, I'm sorry, in the regular season, yes. non-conference. So PA Greenwood would certainly be a big big draw. So Harrison went down. It was you know they got beat pretty handily. Scored fifty four. 54 points lost by three. But Harrison's best days may be ahead of it. You know They've a, got a lot of players going to be coming back next
3: year. What a junior class. I mean, yep. that, you look at their junior class, they have an outstanding junior class. And it was funny because Chad Harbison was telling me, I think these kids were seventh graders when he was still there. And he was like, you know, even then they were talking about how this class was going to be really good. Well, yeah. they,
0: they have been. And they've, they've revived the Harrison program there. There's no question. They're, you know, one of the elite teams in the state, um, you know, they're, um, you know, still have something to prove against a PA or a little rock Christian, but um, you know, there's no question. Harrison will be definitely be a factor, you know, as well next year. And Marlton will be back next year. Chris Well, just a junior, um, he'll be you know he'll be back next year. Hopefully, play healthy all year long and, and uh, be able to yeah. pl- be the kind of player that you know that everyone knows he is. That's why he's been offered by Arkansas and you know all these other big D one schools. So the 5A West you know looks to be really really good you know again next year. Um, so let's let's uh, talk about 4A a little bit. We've got Shiloh Christian. They won their twelfth game in a row last week. They absolutely ran all over Nashville, a team that had had made some big noise this year and had kind of kind of revived uh, the program there a little bit. You know, they had, Nashville had for them had kind of had a couple of down years. Hadn't been a, in a championship game for them. That's that's down, um, and they were ten. You know, had won ten games coming in, and Shiloh Christian steamrolled them.
2: Well, when you don't know anything, like I don't, uh, when we're doing our little guessing game and I'd go by tradition. They have been down just a little bit, but man, they got great uh, tradition down at Nashville. Of course, Shiloh has too, but they hadn't been like they were in the 90s when Malzahn and others were there. But man, I was completely wrong on that. That uh, They just went in there and sent them scrappers uh, uh, scrambling. Uh, good job, man. They uh, uh, Shiloh's got some playmakers now. They've always you know, had, but uh, uh, the Henry kid, uh, um, who's some other? There? Eli Reese. Reese, man. So uh, good job by the Saints. They're 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 coming on again, and they got a real chance. Who who they play this week? They're team. playing
0: Arkadelphia at home oh. in, at Champion Stadium on Friday night. Arkadelphia, okay. of course, the defending four A yep. state champions, yep. and they, they started the season zero and five. Yep. They've since won eight in a row to get to the semifinals. So you talk about a, a turnaround season. They turned it around at midseason.
2: Who's uh, uh, Jyoti Robinson playing?
0: So, they will take on, is it? Um, Dumas. That's Dumas. right. Dumas. Dumas, that's right. Wow. That's
2: right. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm, I really like that 4-8. I'm really interested <laughs> to see how that plays out.
0: Well, we'll see. Shiloh, um, you know, they've won 12 in a row. They lost their season opener. We've talked about this, you know, multiple times. They lost their season opener to Texarkana. A really good team to Arkansas High. Mm-hmm. Um, a team that, that hung right in there with, with LaRock Christian for a long time, and, but eventually lost and lost that game. Um, so Shiloh, uh, although lost that game and you know gave up a lot of points, Shiloh put about 35, 36 points on the board that night, too. So that kind of gave you a little indication that Shiloh was going to be able to score. Uh, the big thing with them is their defense has been a lot better this year mm-hmm. than maybe what it's been in the past. And uh, Micah Button, he's their safety. Yes. He's had a, a really, really good season for them. Uh, really good defensive player. He also returns kickoffs and things like that. So has had a good season for them. You're right. Shallow Christian has a lot of playmakers, and Jeff Conway, um, you know, he's done a great job of of having those kids prepared and and putting kids in positions where they could uh, have success. You know, in open you know in open spaces, and you know, kids like Jarrett Russ. There he's, yeah. he's a running back, but he also mm-hmm. plays some receiver. And and Jaden Henry is a backup quarterback, but he also plays receiver and returns punts and plays yeah. defense and. So, you know, just they've had a lot of kids that that, uh, are playing a lot of different ways, and they're, you know, they're doing a lot of things with them, um, you know, finding ways to get them the ball in in areas that they can have success.
2: And uh, I didn't realize when I saw Nashville, I was just looking at the record or tradition, but uh, the coach said they started 10 sophomores this year. So, So they'll be. And Nashville's back on an upswing, too.
0: Well, and seeing Shiloh, too, is playing a junior quarterback, Reese is a junior, Henry's a sophomore. Um, Truett uh, that they're uh, good receivers as a junior. So, you know, they've got a really good team. They'll also have a lot of kids back next year. So, it uh, looks like Shiloh is, is uh, you know, poised to be uh, the Shiloh of, of old, maybe that uh, 08, 09, 10 teams that were, you know, just so dominant. Um, so, it looks like, you know, Shiloh's, you know, Conway's got them, you know, got them going and, and got that program. Uh, back where it's accustomed to being in, and that's you know being in the four a semifinals and and with a chance to uh, play for a state championship if they can if they can beat Arkadelphia, which will be no easy task on Friday no. at all. So down to three a Rick Boonville, the Bearcats just keep on rolling. And they're like that uh, I think it's the train kept rolling all night long. that's uh-huh. that's Boonville right there.
2: Well, I mean, this is the easiest prediction of the of the year when Boonville would what, what they reach a championship game in four a. And now they, because of the enrollment, they're 3A. So, yeah, and there's so much fun to watch. If you like old school football, like the old, your favorite, the old Longhorns and all them guys, they just line up and uh, uh, run it down your throat. Uh, the, pre- the precision, the hand-eye precision, everybody doing their job. Uh, even though, it, you know, in the era of uh, spread football, I, I still, you know what, I'm going to get to see that Friday, and I look forward to seeing that. I love that kind of football.
3: Absolutely, Rick. I mean, uh, one thing I'll bring up, and, and they talk about, and you're right, about precise. They yeah. run their stuff, you know, going down to Pee Wee ball all the way yeah. up. They're running their same scheme. And those kids as fifth graders are running the, some of the same stuff the high school kids are. So they know by the time they get there. But uh, physical strength on the line of scrimmage. They have it. Yes. They won last year. They won the overall weight meet. Yep. they beat the class 7a schools they beat the class 6a the schools state powerlifting in 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 the state weight meet they yep. want they were the overall team champion so little boonville yeah very hey, strong physically
2: another thing is it's kind of funny you see the opposition come up Say, man we gotta uh, just uh, load the box and they come up their line of scrimmage they fake you know to two or three people sit back and just throw it over your head uh, every once in a while, every once in a while. I've, I've seen it. I've saw Cabot do it for years like that, and I, I, I'm sure uh, Boonville can do it the same way. Do the same thing over and over, strength on strength. And you know, football is uh, about physicality, and I love to see the, uh, those big teams assert their will.
0: Well, what, what a great job that you know that Scott Hyatt did down at Boonville this year. He loses his star quarterback. Yep. Um, in the first game, they lose Brandon Omer. I mean, that's a major loss for them at quarterback. But Evan Slinker steps right in. Uh, they have not really missed a beat. Now there may be some things that Ulmer did or could do that might be things that Slinker doesn't do or whatever. But let me tell you, the the only thing that matters is that record, and they have a zero on that right hand side and about twelve on the left hand side. So yeah. um, that's that's the thing that matters is boomful, They just win, baby. They just they just win. You and know, see, and
3: he t- he talked about to me when that happened that uh, he wasn't. Really unhappy or any, you know, you, you're missing a Division One athlete in Brandon Ulmer, but Slinker, he was going to be the starter next year. There's not any question. They'd just, already said he just got the keys a year early. It's right. Mm-hmm. He just said, hey, we're we're okay. He said now. We're going to ease him in a little bit. We may not, you know, we're not going to put too much. So instead of in.
0: running all five plays in the playbook, they just, just run just three Just two or three. <laughs> yeah, just two or three,
3: exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're not going to ask too much of him early. But now now he's had a whole season under his belt. He's good.
0: It's kind of like Friday Night Lights, Paul. When when uh, Jason Street went down, uh, you know, they were ready to – I can't remember the, the little guy, Saranson. Saranson Matt, Matt Saranson. Matt stepped in and became QB1 and, and led the Panthers to the championship. So, uh Looks like Booneville's doing that same thing. Yes, sir. Just uh, wondering who uh, who is Tim Riggins on the on the Booneville team? That's that's. Well, that's... Uh, Carson uh,
3: Carson Ray is your your consummate fullback. There so, you go. Uh, I mean, you know, bruising. You know, what we were talking about—the strength. Uh, 190 pounds, but you won't find a 190 pound kid probably any stronger than than him. Well,
0: he's about the you know about the size of a Volkswagen, and, and he he runs over you know people about like he's in a Volkswagen as well. So, Boonville, you know, just typical Boonville, they're gonna you know just they're gonna are gonna punch you in the mouth every single snap, and usually you know by the third quarter their opponent is is uh they're they're weary, oh <laughs> they're on that other side and they don't let up. They're just they're, they're filling your face full of leather every single snap.
2: Hey, let me uh, uh, mention Lamar, too. They're kind of like Ozark. Had a real great year, but, man, they just went up against. Uh, uh, when I worked in Pine Bluff, I saw a lot of those rising teams. And, and Coach Jones, uh, when I talked to him beforehand, he was just, my goodness, seeing them on film, they got a close-up look at the old rising Wildcats. Rising 53 to 15. Uh, nothing to take away from Lamar. They had oh, a great year, but my goodness, uh, some of them that team down there in southeast
1: Arkansas rising, just uh, uh, absolutely superb team. Well, Henry,
0: Ryzen's first year in 3A too. You know, yeah. They came up from 2A.
1: Notice, you know, we always talk about teams that when they move up in classification, sometimes they struggle. But in the case of rising, they didn't struggle. They did not. Rivercrest went from 3A to 4A. Rivercrest didn't struggle. Not one bit. And even here in the local thing, Elkins didn't struggle going to a 3A to 4A. They went, moved up, uh, played well in their conference, got to the playoffs. Uh, so, uh, of course, they ran into a buzzsaw in the playoffs. But, And I think, I can't remember who it was they ran into, but they ran into somebody. Nashville. Now, let me add to this. I mean, this is like a
2: totally different uh, a subject, but would that tell you there's too many classes in Arkansas?
0: Well, I mean, I think we could have that debate. That could be a show in itself. And, yeah. And, you know, I, I, there's really not any way to 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 sort it out other than than what you know the way they do it. But but um, because you got those schools are just so large and there's such a big yeah. drop between. Yeah. Actually, probably between between twelve and wherever is when you see the big drop. Maybe even up higher than that, Henry it might be number ten, and then there's a big drop. But you know, from from the largest, which is who, still Bentonville or? No, it's Springdale, Springdale now Springdale. because it so, was Bentonville
1: until Bentonville split to Bentonville West. But still, I mean, the last numbers, Springdale was right there in the top. Uh, Conway was right there in the top.
0: So you take Conway or Springdale's enrollment and compare it to number 16, which is Van Buren, um, there's a big drop there. That's a big gap. And uh, if you go you know, below that 16, then it's really a huge drop. So um, you know, I, I know that you know there, that's been debated back and forth that they should eliminate seven A and go to six A. But you know, when you do, you're going to have those huge. And in football is where it makes the big difference. It's not it's not the other sports. it's, yeah. it's football, and it, and it and it's not so much the 22 that you put on the field. It's the next 22 and beyond that depth, where you know where you just you know schools that don't have that many players, you know, have a hard time. But Greenwood's done okay. Yes. But, but how many yep. Rick Joneses are there out there who have that kind of program that they do? Yep. So, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how fair comparison is to compare a Greenwood to, to you know, to other schools that would, you know, that would have to play against the seven A's. But it's always fun to talk about. Always yep. fun to debate. Maybe they should have an overall state champion in football for for Arkansas. Bring that back. Let let uh, let the Greenwood, you know, whoever play, let Greenwood play North Little Rock and <laughs> see how that might turn out.
2: Well, it never happened because coaches don't like it. You, you win a championship, and uh, that's what happened in basketball. That's why they did away with overall. You get through winning a championship, you turn around playing overall, and you go home a loser. And coaches didn't like that.
3: You know, and you bring that up because I, man, I'm a, I'm a big advocate of the overall. I, l- I loved watching I loved the it. overall, and the coaches, so, some coaches. You're absolutely right because I've heard the same argument that. Oh, you know, now they feel like losers and they're state champions. I tell you what, you ask most of those kids, because well, I've asked some of them from the small schools, and they got a chance, a kid, Buffalo Island Central kids got to play against the the, uh, the uh, Parkview. And those kids said, man, that was awesome. He's like, I got a six-two kid, went up for a rebound, and all of a sudden that Maurice Robinson who went to, to uh, Florida State and, and starred down there. Yeah. He said, man, he just kind of barely bumped me. He's like, I went flying, and he just grabbed the <laughs> rebound. He said, there wasn't anything I could do about it. But it wasn't – they didn't say, oh, poor me. You know, we were, we're, you know, we were just outsized. What? He said, but they enjoyed this, – this person that I know very well said, man, we just – we enjoyed that game, having the chance to play those
0: guys. That's always well, fun well, to see. How, yeah, put put your – you know, see how you do against the best, you know, best of the best. It's it's fun, I, you know.
2: Well, is that Hoosiers, Arkansas had his – moment when uh, tiny parkdale won the overall in basketball it that year
3: defeated pine bluff in mm-hmm. in the overall state finals you know who was coaching uh, pine bluff in that game danny ebbs no that that was parkdale P- parkdale parkdale was coached by okay. danny ebbs uh, jerry rook okay. oh jerry rook
2: Coased, yeah former ASU. Coached at pine Bluff yeah okay
0: well that's a fun debate uh, so, anyway, that'll wrap up today's show. Now, we want to remind you that we're, this, the, the shop will continue on through, uh, you know, it's the whole school year. We're not just going to be a football show. We're going to talk about basketball. And um, eventually, we're going to bring in some, some uh, coaches and some players that we'll interview and bring in um, as part of the show as we uh, are going to kind of take the show on the road a little bit um, in the winter. Um, so, we'll be, we'll, you know, we'll be talking about all the other sports coming up. Basketball is uh, slowly kind of getting going. We've got a few tournaments going on this weekend. Um, we got the Great Eight Tournament going on over at Rogers. That's an all-girls tournament. Um, if you get a chance to get over there and see that, that is at Rogers High School, uh, Fort Smith Northside, which was ranked number 15 nationally in max preps. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be coming up here to play in that, so you get a chance to see them play. Um, we got some other tournaments going on uh, in the area. Over in Van Buren, got the Citizens Bank Classic going on, and there will be lots of good teams uh, in that one. Um, and then next week, uh, the week of December the 6th through the 8th, we got a ton of turn- basketball tournaments going on. We'll have one in Fayetteville, one in Rogers. That'll be the boys uh, over at Rogers Heritage, the Arvest Hoop Fest. Got that going on. Bentonville will host the Crabtree. Got the Tournament of Champions going on down in Fort Smith. You got a little tournament action going on over at Farmington. Got a tournament going on in Pea Ridge. So, basketball tournaments as the as the calendar later this week flips over to December. The basketball will start to heat up, so you got that going on. You got wrestling going on now. That starts next week, so you got kids, you know, putting each other in the suplex and the headlock and jumping off. No, that's, I'm sorry, that's the Saturday WWE. But anyway, you've got wrestling going on. A lot of good wrestling programs here in the state, so you get get a chance to see some of those kids uh, on the mat. Um, wrestling is a sport that, uh, if you haven't seen it, go out and see it. It's it's one of those sports that I love, Paul, because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what size you are. You can weigh 100 pounds, and you can be a state champion in wrestling because they pair you against people who are your same weight class. Yeah. It's kind of like powerlifting and wrestling. That's where you see that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, It gives those kids you know mm-hmm. that might not be 6'2", 215-pound football players, but you can be a 109-pound wrestler and be a state champion.
3: Yes, absolutely. And you, you hit on exactly why, I, one of the reasons I really enjoy that sport because, in what sport, other sport, is a 106-pound kid going to have a chance to excel? Not, exactly. not very many other sports, mm-hmm. but he can be outstanding.
0: And then another sport going on this same time of year, We're also you don't have to be a huge, strong you know swimming and diving going on. We've got that going on. And, and of course, Northwest Arkansas, Rick, we might not have a team in the 7A West for the football championship, but we do dominate in the pool. Um, with uh, with Bentonville and, and Haas Hall Fayetteville and you know and all those so we're good there and got some good divers in fact my uh, Haas Hall has two kids signing today two swimmers signing today a diver going to be going to Arkansas we had a couple weeks ago had some kids sign to go to Arkansas to be a part of that swim and dive team so um, you know we got a lot of kids you know we got a lot of kids in this area that are excelling at the college level um, in swimming got some you know dominant uh, programs. Um, and the uh, you know the club club sports the Aqua Hogs and and uh, Shar Aqua Sharks and whatever you know all those other club teams and, and everything so swim is a big thing here. Next thing you know, Rick, hockey.
2: I love hockey, man. I, I do, live too. In Michigan. Look, I got six chip. Teeth. Have you ever been hitting the mouth of a hockey puck? I have not. Well, it's, it's brutal. Is it like but, when my
0: wife backhands me, or is it a little bit harder? I rude? mean,
2: this is like your wife and uh, your mother in law, and about six of them. Got it. But <laughs> um, I love the sport of hockey, of course. And at Jones Center, I mean, even well, if you have was, to have team, just get out there and skate around, and grab your stick.
0: I was going to say that, Rick. So I, I do a little, little uh, teaching at the Jones Center, do some classes or whatever, um, and it gets me over close to the ice rink. One of my classes is over near the ice rink. So last night I'm out watching and uh, they had the little the little guys out there on the on the ice, and these kids are like little three foot tall, you know, f- three and four five year olds out there, and uh, you know they're if they if they didn't tuck their jersey and their pants, their jersey would be underneath the blades of their of their skates. That's how little they are, but they're out there zipping around with a puck and got the stick in their hand zipping around, and I just love to just sit there and watch them. They they come rolling in the Jones Center, their bags literally are twice as big as they are.
2: one thing I I love about ho- hockey when I lived in Michigan is. It's a combination of artistry. Them guys, they can skate fast backwards and everything and flip that puck and everything. And you got to be tough. You got to be a horse. You better believe it. You better believe it. They can ride you into those um, rails right there real easy. So if you've never been to a hockey game, uh, I think there are some minor league teams around here. I mean, it is well Arkansas, you know, has sport. a club
0: team. Arkansas yeah. University, of Arkansas has a club I team. Watch that's one that. of the best in the country. Yeah. Yes, and they play at the Jones Center. So if you, uh, you know, hockey is one of those things. I don't know if you, you got how much, how much, you know, the listeners out there watch it, but it's, it's, it's a hard game to watch on TV. It's hard yeah. to pick it up Death on TV. Lake. But if you ever go see a hockey a hockey game in person, you will be hooked. You'll be hooked. You'll <laughs> yeah. be hooked.
1: I actually went for my first time went to see one live last year. My daughter, my youngest daughter, have uh, if you know Sarah, she's maybe weighs 110 pounds with a couple of bricks in her pocket, uh-huh. but she wanted for her birthday present. She said, I want to go see a hockey match. Absolutely. So we went to Tulsa, uh, uh, got some tickets, went over to the Tulsa Oilers, which they are a affiliate of the St. Louis Blues. Yep. Went over there, and it is true. They say that if you watch it on TV, then you go watch it in person. It's completely different. It's much faster live, and yes. I was sitting there like... I was constantly watching say, hey, I'm not going to get hit by that stinking puck, but to, you watch those guys skate and just crash into each other. It's fast, and it can be physical.
0: It is. Well, I think the Arkansas – if you, your listeners are interested, the Arkansas uh, club team, their schedule probably is online somewhere. They play their games at the Jones Center, the ice rink there. Um, and like I said, they they take it serious. They're one of the best club teams in the country, um, and they uh, host some you know really, really good teams. So if you get a chance – Go out there and catch some of that, and, and uh, or go out there and just watch some of these little kids <laughs> skating. I'm telling you, it it is it's the best entertainment you, you can see is watching these little have guys. Have you tried it yet? I <laughs> have not. I you know I have trouble walking just on land, I'm obsessed with you know a little thin blade. But I have a grandson. I'm wanting him to you know to get into it and learn. He'll okay, be four yeah. in November, or I'm sorry, February. So, um, but uh, anyway, I think it's it's just a lot of fun and and. Uh, you know, just love seeing those little kids with the, the you know, the, the sticks and the pucks and the uh, the big bags and mm-hmm. whatever. Just it's, it's fun.
3: You know, back to basketball. I got the chance to watch a little bit this weekend. I got to see. Uh, I tell you what, look out for the Farmington Lady Cardinals, guys. I'm just wow. going to tell you, I got to see them play twice, and uh, they got a mix of of veterans and a couple of three sophomores to go with it. They're going to be fun to watch. Be a good
0: team in four A. Of course, Barryville. Now, Barryville will be coming over here to the Little Farmington Classic here in a couple weeks. Berryville girls and they'll be good. Lexi Anderson's been out all season with the knee injury, but she will be back. Uh, they expect her back in in when conference or in January, so they'll have her. They'll be back at same spring. conference. So, yep. So that'll teams. be good. Uh, good. Good chance. So anyway, thanks for joining us this week on the shop. We appreciate that. Don't forget, we'll have a lot all this coverage of, of prep sports in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Don't forget that. Don't forget. Each week when Ricky Fires and I get together for our prep rally video, you never know what shenanigans Ricky might pull or or me or whatever, but uh, you get a chance to see that. That usually drops on Fridays uh, on our website at the NWADG.com. So that's it for uh, this time, and uh, we'll catch you next time.